What's up, guys? It's Tuesday. We got our friend Dee's here joining myself and Andy. We're going to chop it up, maybe talk a little Top Shot drama. We got some underdog drafts to rip all tonight on CTS. What is up? We got Andy. We got Dees. Dees, welcome back. I feel like it's it's been a while since you were in the show here. Yeah, it's been too long. It's probably been like, what, six months? I think so. Yeah, last time, I know it's been so long because I think last time I had you on, I used your Alien Friends uh, avatar on the thumbnail. So that's how I know it was Must a have been ago. quarter one. That was definitely <laughs> yeah. a, a quarter one. Yeah, that was one. a bull market. PFK. Good times, man. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, even when I see like your guys is some of your promotional stuff um, for we do a little and see like Andy's punk, like it's been so long since even Andy has had uh, his punk avatar as his main Abby. Yeah, I, I feel like it makes the image a lot more symmetrical and like aesthetic to look at when we both use the punks and then there's like a guest in the middle. It, it looks <laughs> off if we put Andy's like boy or, or something else. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I had to do uh, for the thumbnail tonight. I had to uh, to do uh, you in the middle with the punk, and then I went uh, me and Andy in real life. But how how have you been, man? What's uh, have you been holding up? I know you've been uh, absolutely going all in on underdog drafts. Yeah, I mean, I am not making much money in NFTs, <laughs> so I'm you know figuring out how I can diversify my losing. Um, <laughs> I'm becoming a deposit king. You know, I'm just I'm kind of following your footsteps here. And I'm having a blast. Like the amount of fun that I get for five, ten, twenty-five dollars a draft is is really ridiculous. Um, it, so I like I, that point because everyone always talks about diversifying your winnings, but diversifying your losings is almost even more important. I'd say. Oh, hundred percent. It, it's you can't be all in losing in NFTs right now. Like that feels horrible. You have to have a chance to win at something else. Like even if you know it's negative EV and you're probably going to lose, it's just like you need something not correlated to exactly. what you're primarily losing at. Andy, you're you're still in uh, Connecticut, it looks like, right? Yeah, it's still highly illegal for me to participate in <laughs> uh, in underdog best ball. So I've just been betting some degenerate FanDuel same game parlays and. Uh, I, I placed an eight team, 10 point teaser for this upcoming week. So, you know, things are going really well, I would say. <laughs> Goodness. So you got, you got the single game parlays, uh, going all, all the Vegas oh, yeah. approved parlays. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Well, I will say my fantasy teams though are doing quite well. I'm in a, I'm in a league with D's and some other crypto D gens. And according to the fantasy pros, like team tool thing, which, you know, it has its pros and cons, yeah. uh, I am the number one ranked power rank team on the on the app. I just got oh. a big bump in Melvin Gordon, who was my fourth Ooh. string running back because there of Javante Williams being out. So feeling good there. I'm still yeah, tilted, uh, Andy, from last year when we uh, we drafted that auction team on stream, and it was like uh, the yeah. sickest team ever, and it just uh, could not get it done. Yeah, it just got rugged big time. Um, but yeah, the, the team that the one team that I have is good, which is good. I like honestly fucked up the draft so bad. I just like got really lucky. Honestly, it was like I was doing two drafts at once, and they were both auction drafts, but they were like vastly different league mechanics. And mm -hmm. so, like the player values between the two were just like they couldn't be more different. Uh, 
And I was going back and forth, wasn't really paying attention, and just like totally overbid for Matt Stafford. It's it's a super flex league, but my my second quarterback is Matt Stafford, and I paid like one quarter of my or one fifth of my budget for him, uh, and it has not panned out. But fortunately, the rest of my team got really lucky. Well, I've D's. I feel like I saw you posting a bunch of screenshots of sleeper leagues. How how many season long leagues did you end up in? Yeah, so I'm in like what I would say six uh relatively like high value sleeper leagues and then we have this um the auctioners one that we did for like a, a little less is like 0.3 ETH or something um so i'm in like seven that i'm really paying attention to do you think i feel like these from what i see from you and obviously you guys are are busy building and you're you're making content with the new podcast and stuff but it also seems like you're doing a good job staying distracted having fun not just staring at a, a watch pot or whatever do you feel like like what is your uh perception of like everyone across the nft space has everyone kind of found their own thing to distract them or is morale really low in places where people are just still staring so intently at their nft bags yeah, I would say on my side, I see a good mix of both. I would see like certain communities have popped up recently, uh, like most notably Ranga and Digi Daigeku. Uh, and there's this new one they called Azra Games. Uh, but anyway, there's like some new hopeful projects come out. QQL by Tyler Hobbs just came out and, and did a lot of stuff. Like I'd say the last month or so have been a lot more bullish than like July and August. Um, it, it seems like there is hope and people are building. Uh, I'm also seeing like terraforms are maybe up to a one ETH floor, which is crazy. I feel like they were at half an ETH for forever. But there's there are definitely certain communities and projects that are, are doing well. And I think there are other people who haven't found their niche or their groove and are a little more apathetic and, and still down. But uh, there, there's definitely good amount of hope. It did. It did seem to you know the the bear market coincide very nicely with with drafting season and uh, fantasy. It, it it really is a great distraction. Oh, absolutely. We max entered Best Ball Mania three. You know, probably going to lose ninety five percent of our money in that. Um, just absolutely pathetic distribution of <laughs> like raw. <laughs> I, I'm not not proud of my choices. Like I'm just looking at like. I don't know, 15, 16% Rondell Moore and all sorts of shit that's pissing me off. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It, 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 I mean, that is the thing. I mean, last year I had a, a super low advance rate. Uncle Andy actually asking about this in the chat. What's a decent percentage of teams to get into the BBM playoffs? So obviously expectation is, you know, two out of 12, one out of six, you know, one out of uh, that times 150. I think it's what, 25 would be the baseline expectation out of 150 to get through. Last year, I only, I think, had 18 or 19. I was definitely more in like the 14 to 15% advancement range, but all it took was one monster team that got through and climbed all the way to the top there. So I would say don't get discouraged there. And the way I draft, and you know, everyone's drafting styles are different, but heavy on rookies, I loaded up on a lot of the injured and suspended guys. So I always knew my, my teams were going to get off to slow starts. It all, it all depends on your construction. Um, let's see here. Uh, Andy, what you, you said you were scoping some uh some top shot drama before we we hopped on here? Yeah, so and granted, there's probably people in this chat who have way more context than I do. I was watching Below Deck with Allie and just saw some stuff <laughs> going down on Twitter. Um, Below Deck Med new season, very entertaining. Highly recommend it. Great way to be distracted during the bear market. Um, but it seems like uh 
Top Shot and Dapper released like their season four plans. Um, mm. And they had like a call with the VIPs last night on like Discord to like talk to them about stuff. And it seems like generally people just aren't incredibly happy with uh, with how it went. We got our man AG, who everyone knows and loves, just on Twitter talking an insane amount of shit, which I always appreciate. He, you know, he's a lot, but he keeps it real. Um, I don't seem to have that much context as to what about the season four drop um, got people so upset, or like the season four plans. Yeah, I think it was mostly just that, like, it kind of felt like a lot of nothing. Um, but I can't really tell. I haven't actually seen too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to check out some tweets here. I did see some stuff with, with Jane and people, but I haven't had time to catch up on the on the thread. So I truthfully don't know what's going on. Although, Andy, another big thing on Top Shot Twitter today was you and MBL. Uh, a little sale here. What, what was the story behind this? Yeah, yeah, he just dropped me a DM and he was like, hey, do you have a – do you have a friend and family price for this LeBron MGLE? I have some funds that are locked on the site because of, uh, um, I guess they were like, I don't know. For some reason he had non-withdrawable funds. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, but it was just funny being between myself and NBL. I even had actually had another one that went to one of his, um, one of his buddies um, who also yeah, that- reached out. The uh, I mean, poor MBL, he he did, he had something going on tonight. Uh, but he he does promise us he's gonna get get back in the saddle here. D's, are you sitting on your hands with NFTs or have you been kind of selling some stuff, accumulating, or where are you at? I've been trying to harvest things that make sense to harvest and anything that I have a low cost basis on that, like, if I sell right now, I'm gonna still take a big gain on. I'm not really looking to sell. Like there's certain yeah. things I paid 25 ETH for when ETH was over 3,000 that I can sell for like 15 ETH now and then just lock right. in a big loss. And it's like, all right, like I'm doing things like that. Uh, I'm also buying art really slowly. Uh, I've probably bought like, I don't know, 30 pieces on ETH over the last three months, which is slow for me, I guess. Um, so yeah, I I'm, I just started selling Top Shot moments thanks to Andy. He reminded me that like I'm a fucking idiot for having any of these, and that I should be on here every day, <laughs> undercutting the floor, doing what it takes to get every penny I can from this platform before it goes all to fucking zero. Wait, it sounds like you're going more high effort than Andy, which is just accepting uh, offers. You're you're actually going. <laughs> no, set, no set I won't price. accept offers. Like right now, I'm trying to sell this LeBron James dunk from the finals series one, and like. Yeah. I, I just sold one for $1,100, but I have another one, and the offer's like 300 Like, I'm not okay. that desperate. Like, I'm not slamming <laughs> that 300 and being like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Still, I think- like, okay, I'm like, all right, I'll go to 1100 Okay, I'll go to 1000 Like, I'll just walk it down that way. Yeah, I guess what you have is as many moments as Andy, though. The uh, it, it's a, You could probably hire a, an, a personal assistant just to list your top shot moments, Andy. I actually, funny enough, um, our podcast producer, the first time I ever worked with him professionally. Yeah, I've known him for a very long time. But back when, actually when Top Shot was like doing quite well really early on, uh, I was literally paying him to sell stuff for my account. 
Because <laughs> I was like, dude, I have so many moments. I don't have the time to do this. Like, and I know I've known him for forever, and so I trusted him to just log into my account and do it for me. <laughs> I was like, well, you just start selling these, and I'll I'll give you a commission. What's so funny about that is you think back to you know, like in the '90s when people had businesses just like flipping shit on eBay, and how you could like hire out to have people to do all your shipping and packaging for you. And then the promise of Web three was supposed to be how easy and frictionless it is. And if you still have a shit ton of moments, you feel compelled to hire someone to click the buttons for you. I, I'm gonna be honest, manually Dutch auctioning moments, like a lot of moments that just like don't really have a bid right now, where I have no idea what the price is. It's a pain in the ass. I, I it's not. It's it's more work than people probably think. You have to you literally have to confirm through the Dapper wallet every time. Like, I can't just hit a button that says lower price. I'm literally going in, canceling my cell, waiting for the front end of the Top Shot fucking website to update, which takes over a minute, and then listing it again and going through that two-step confirmation process. Is that the quickest way to relist, or am I an idiot? Yeah. So, the, but but what? So you got to do it in bulk. That's the thing. I've, I think I've really like mastered the bulk transaction interacting with Topshot experience. I mean, I was doing it forever ago when I was buying a million moments at once. But you gotta just open up an insane amount of tabs and then just do them all at once. And so you like, like what I'll do is I'll if I'm if I'm buying stuff, I'll just open up a ton of tabs and buy 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 buy. And if I'm selling, I'll open up a bunch of tabs. And I like I have like a pattern for how I do it. And then I'll go through like each step one at a time for each one. So I'm never like waiting for an individual page. Like by the time I'm done going through my whole bulk set, the ones that I started with have updated to be able to do the next thing. Yeah, that, that sounds fucking miserable. It's been Later. this way for like over a year now. Like It reminds me like of how tedious there's this guy who... Um was in these dynasty football leagues. And like, if you're trying to get a trade done, you know, going and talking to all the individual managers and stuff is so tedious. And what he would do with Dutch auction, like his player, like he would go and be like, I will offer to the person with the 12th pick or, or the, the sixth pick. Then I'm going to offer it to the seventh, then the eighth, then the ninth. And whoever <laughs> accepts it first gets the deal. Then I was like, that's genius. I mean, really kind of just expediting uh, everything and, and saving yourself some time. Uh, yeah, big manual Dutch auction fan. I know. I need. I need to try this. Um, all right, let's hop in. Uh, some underdog drafts. I'm curious. Like, uh, D's, have you been blasting off on everything? Are you more of a battle royale guy? Do you like the kind of twelve person version of it? Where Where are you at with these these contests? Uh, from an ROI perspective, I seem to be a lot better at the like twelve, six, four, three man. But just from like a fun perspective, it's way more fun to just do a bunch of battle royales. Yeah. Like it's way more fun to just shoot off twenty to fifty of those than to like grind out the three, six up to ten mans. But I do a mix. Yeah. I like uh, the twelve person drafts more. Uh, I, I I don't want to say more. I think I like them more though than the six person. I feel like you actually have to like use your brain a little bit more. Like in the six person, really the extent of using your brain is just like who's the last player you're gonna take as like the flyer, you know, variance pick and like how do you stack quarterback QB? With the twelve person, I feel like it's a little bit tougher. It is, yeah. Like the, the battle royales are fun and as Dees was saying, so addicting because you can kind of be like, Oh, I just want to do this stack this time, and you can get it um most of the time. Whereas with the the 12 mans, like you can actually get sniped and you have to think about I feel like your positions uh, a bit more. 
Um, what do you guys want to do? You want let? Why don't we? Why don't we do a one of the twelve man ones first, and then maybe we could do a couple battle rides. You guys want to do like one of these single entry goal line hail yeah, mary the bomb? I wish I could play, but I'll instead of just you, share your screen wait, and I'll watch. Andy, you can go have these with me on mine. We can we can joint draft on mine. Deal. All right. Um, what, which one am I joining here? Do you want to do the you want to do the twenty five or the fifty? I'm down for or, anything. Let's just, do the hail mary. Let's do the fifty. Let's see if we can uh, get a crew. If it, if it will fill. Uh, I mean, D's. The, we're gonna the, we're gonna get this. The, the hail mary is my favorite contest, and I haven't okay. done any research this week, so I'm gonna draft like shit. Um, uh, but I think it's like the most fair tournament on underdog or like the most, I don't know if fair is the right word, but like, I, I like that it's single entry. It's for a big amount, but then the entry, like there's only 560, whatever entrance. So it feels yeah. feasible. It's tangible. Yeah. It's not like. I can lie to myself and say that I might. Yeah. Like might, this uh, is plus EV right here. Like this isn't, this is like me doing like a, a 12 man. Like this isn't the battle royale. Yeah um cubert wanted us to do the big die this is the thing too like Dee's was saying like i i mean i'm still i still want to do a couple of the resurrections and uh you know the the big dog but it is uh there's something nice about being able to rip off these drafts in just uh, a few minutes you know versus the uh i guess I, it's more of like a mindset thing i guess in the off season like i loved ripping off the full 18 round drafts maybe it's just because i haven't put in the work to fully understand kind of like the current ADP landscapes to uh to get addicted to the resurrection ones. Um, yeah, I I would definitely be ripping them just because I didn't I wasn't able to max enter mm. uh, BBM three, so you know I'm just I'm still itching. But my biggest I really wish I don't know what I, I've been talking with multiple friends. I need to talk to the underdog guys about this. Um, oh, hello, Tyler. Yeah, got a got a tessera discord mod in the chat now oh, uh, now yeah. part-time employee big big fan of tyler he's great um is he hopping in the underdog draft i hope so one wait for left. one person so we need you tyler uh <laughs> but okay. i really wish that there was a for nba a game mode that was like season long best ball where you could like like i think for nba there's like this really interesting like design space for fantasy where it's like normal season long where you can add and drop players, but the weekly scoring is best ball because like the best ball format mm -hmm. for NBA is much better because of how often like you have to set your roster and all of this stuff. But there's just like, you, I was looking really hard and I couldn't find a way to do best ball scoring, but normal season log, like roster construction. Yeah, that is, that is interesting. Uh, with it too. And cause part of what was so fun about the season long fantasy basketball was setting up your categories, trying to pick the five that you were going to be dominant in each week. So yeah, like some more of a, a hybrid blend you think might, might make that more interesting. You know, I just think like a lot of people I speak to just literally don't have the time to manage like a, they're like, Oh, I love, I love NFL. Cause I set my lineups once a week and that's it. And like, with fantasy basketball, it just it, it's a lot more because there's so many more games and like you have to be, you know, you can't like on with fantasy football on Saturday morning, you can be like, oh, fuck, forgot to set my lineup. Let me go in and do it real quick. And you just like literally can't do that for fantasy basketball. You can't have a week where you just go, oh, fuck, forgot to forgot to right. update things. It's tight oh, wow. end is rough here. 
Oh, I know. I mean, the the game. I was gonna take. Oh wow. Um, I don't love either of these spots for these QBs. I feel like the QBs are just slightly overvalued now. Um, yeah. Because last week, well, what's in the, the rest Royale, of the QB slate look like? So you have Herbert against Cleveland, which is pretty good. I mean, Brady versus Atlanta. I don't love Kyler versus Philly. Um, Goff at New England isn't that great. I guess it is kind of Lawrence great. isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing well in Houston. And I assume everyone's going to want to play that through James Robinson just because Houston's been so bad against the run. Yeah. Do you think Robinson's uh, touch share last week was just uh, game script? Probably partly, but I do think it's, you know, I think if you think of Travis Etienne almost like a rookie, you expect for his workload to to ramp up. Um, so it wasn't too surprising to me that he flipped him mm-hmm. in snaps. But, yeah, it was probably mostly game script dependent. What are you going to do here, Deez? I will not draft Derrick Henry, that's for sure. There we go. My Who are they playing? Guy. Probably, probably digs to commanders. I mean, I yeah. kind of like Tyreek though, too. I, I do just, love that Miami Jets game. Thinks I feel like that one could go bonkers. Yeah, I have enough. Do we know for sure that two is not playing? I don't think it yeah. matters for Tyreek. Okay, think I don't think, think it does either. If anything, it might be better for Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, he, he was still getting fed, on he had like 17 targets or something, right. Yeah. Am I making that up? No, I mean, he, he had like 10 for 160, and I wouldn't have been surprised if he had six or seven more targets on top of that. The um, I mean, the nice thing about the Dolphins is they're just so condensed. Like, it's all going through Tyreek and Waddle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Gusecki's not really getting anything. Wait, you're a Dolphins fan, Deez? Yeah, I'm, I'm really biased to just draft them because I grew up. They were my team. My whole family is Steelers fans, and I was just like, fuck you guys. Like, I can't root for the Steelers. Like, so I just picked the Dolphins. And that, I mean, talk about uh, for a kid, like, that's a rough team. I mean, the the Dolphins didn't do much throughout the. uh, No, no. so I picked them like Dan Marino's last year. I I was like six. (laughs) And then it was just like, I got to go through like the Jay Fiedler saga. And then it was just like we had Dante Culpepper yeah, for a bit. The, that was probably corpse, like the good years, right? The corpse of Dante Culpepper. That was great. Andy, I just realized I said that we were going to draft this together, and then I didn't even consult you on on our first pick. I'm oh, that's sorry. okay. I would have taken Justin pilot. Jefferson as well. Okay, good. We'll we'll regroup here for this next one. I just realized we have hot. Yeah. Well, so here. how do we hot. like? I I feel gross taking Kirk Cousins just because he's yeah. really not done very much. I agree. I wouldn't, I don't think we have to force a stack with him. Like I'm fine having Jefferson as a one-off. Um, yeah. I don't think we want to take any bears <laughs> bears either. Yeah. I don't think it's the type of game you want to really load up on a bunch of players, but like, uh, you know, involve us sniping D's, but like, I would be totally fine. Like backdooring, like, Oh, Metcalf and Gino or Waddle and Bridgewater, something like that. Yeah. Wait, am I crazy or is it a little bit wacky that the saints are six point favorites against the Seahawks? Is it six? Yeah. I see five and a half on labs. I, I placed, a, I placed a little bet on the Seahawks money line today. I like that. 
the uh, the like one plus one ninety five. Yeah, that one does seem off. the The one that seemed a little off to me, I took the under in that Pats um, Lions game, where I know the Lions defense is bad, but this is going to be their first game not in the dome on the road in New England. The weather's fucking gross here. I think it was 46 yeah. and a half and it just feels like new england too if they're rolling out zappy or whatever that they're just gonna want to salt that game hey, that, that's that's future uh super bowl mvp <laughs> zappy, are, you, so. are you a zappy stan uh, i mean how could you not be that's right i he seemed fine uh, for what he was in in that situation all right um, these this doesn't feel great I, I was... Yeah, this this is a weird week in general. I feel like most a lot of weeks have been really, um, really low spreads. Like last week, yeah. the second largest spread of the week was Jags plus six. I want to say, and I mean this week you got Bills plus fourteen, uh, Packers are or minus fourteen. Packers are like minus nine and a half. Um, there's a couple other like sevens and eights and stuff. A lot of games that don't seem like they're going to be that close. Yeah, there's only a few games to me that feel like they could get nutty. Like Chargers-Cleveland, I think, could get nutty. Um, Dolphins-Jets, I think, could. And then I'm like, maybe Houston-Jacksonville? Yeah. I, you know, I'd love to say Arizona and Philly, but I think Arizona just sucks so bad that yeah, I think they're just going to get crushed. And I would say now too, like I'm always trying to feel like where the tier gap is. I mean, Mike Williams comes off the board, like looking at these players, like I like Olave, I like Marquise Brown, but this tier here feels so flat. Like all the rest yeah. of the players on the board feel like they're in a similar tier. Um, What are you thinking here, Andy? It's ugly. <laughs> I, I don't mind James Robinson against Houston just with, how that's that's who i was gonna say and then i think the one other consideration would be trying to do like a brady and and mike evans or something yeah um, but i i think i think I like brady and godwin i don't know yeah godwin's definitely i think evans is gone oh shit okay no i got him uh that, <sighs> that was, was close, close. that was scary i was scared for you <laughs> wow I thought the brady was just coming in <laughs> i mean we would have made made it work but uh um yeah i think evans was gone so it would have had to have been uh godwin so what do you take here yeah. oh or was what's it? the oh, maybe not was godwin just ranked higher than him godwin, I didn't see evans. Uh, godwin's still available yeah, Godwin's way down here. No, he's up. He's he's like the third wide receiver. Godwin's up oh, really there you high. are. There you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know um, if he'll we could we could play for that. Um, do you want to just lock up Brady here? Or do you wanna I, I don't know how more? I feel about it. I, I feel okay like going another run and I don't even know who you take otherwise. Let's do Gino. Let's, let's get tough. let's let's just get all right. Let's set something up. I mean, even if we don't get uh Gino, I think we can still set up another backdoor stack here. The other thing, too, yeah. I'm just, like, thinking, like, I, I was on this show, uh, The Badge Bros, so those guys have a great YouTube channel, and they're focusing exclusively on these contests and just how when it gets super flat, too, of being, like, you know, a lot of people will have, like, a similar build to us through three. Like, I'm sure there's going to be a decent amount of Justin Jefferson, James Robinson, Tom Brady teams, and basically just saying, like, well, what if I, instead of having a third-round pick, 
I just basically pick two fourth round guys, you know, knowing you're not yeah, actually sacrificing them. The there's no difference. And yet, and then that combo is going to be much, much more unique. Yeah, that makes sense. What's the, what's the tight end stack look like after, or just like the tight end draft look like after pits or really? Yeah, it's tough. I'd say it's like I have right Pierce or Sanders and Pierce or Sanders. It's just like I, I go Pierce to go with the, the environment with Kirk, I think. For sure. I like that little mini yeah. correlation. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. I, I'd completely missed that. Evans went 12. <whistles> yeah. Capital is, is setting up his uh, his game. He wouldn't have been happy if we had taken Brady. <laughs> I mean, that. I guess it's like a fun might not get him. him. Yeah. That's a while for him to sit there. Yeah. That one's tough too, because I mean, like, the Bucks defense is good. I, I think last week was a bit of an anomaly. That was just like Patrick Mahomes was embarrassed and decided he wanted to wanted to fuck with the Bucks. Um, yeah, but like, and the 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 Falcons offense last week definitely didn't impress me. I mean, I love that they ran the ball. What was it like eight times in a row or something, or thirteen times in a row? Yeah, I think what Mark Mariota finished that game with seventeen pass attempts. I mean, just something yeah. pitiful. How long do you think until uh, Desmond Ritter? If, if if it's like two more games of Mariota just really struggling? Yeah. You know, I wonder – the thing is, is like I do think it's way more – like Mariota hasn't been playing good, but it feels way more like Arthur Smith just turtle shelling mm-hmm. that offense where I'm excited about Ritter, but even if Ritter comes in, is, is Arthur Smith going to let him do anything? You know, or is he just going to have him – It doesn't change anything for the team. Yeah. But I mean, it's insane. The the numbers around Kyle Pitts and how much he's playing is like totally insane. <laughs> it's so stupid. Dees, are you uh, baking in uh, the Brady divorce narrative to your proprietary models this week? Um, you know, I'm just overweight on Fournette in a lot of places, <laughs> and that's my exposure to the Tampa Bay offense. Yeah, you know, not to make a fat Lenny joke there, being overweight or anything, but I just feel like. <laughs> I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm not. You're chilling. I'll take any Buccaneer player in underdog when it falls to me and it's value, but I'm not reaching. Um, you know, Tom. Tom's old. He. Why does he still care? Like, because he's the greatest. Like, I just. I don't know. What you're saying is, if you were Tom Brady, you just kind of retire and and vibe out and dab it up and chill. Yeah, like you just go out Dude, on top. You're good. Like uh, enjoy your autograph equity, your FTX equity. Just have a good time. Do some commercials. Well, it's funny because I did see someone sent it to me, and I can't even remember. There's some other new NFT project. Maybe it is something to do with autograph. And he's like agreed to all of these like meet and greets and stuff as like one of the levels. Maybe we looked at it on the show. And I was like. This, guy, this man's marriage is on the rocks. It was like a month ago. I was like, this guy's a Greg to go do a fucking bunch of meet and greets as an NFT reward. I was like, this isn't going to work out. Uh, Shout out to Capital with that with that turn, just the two underproducing players that's right, right in a row. So that's a, that's a big bet. I like it. By the fucking dip there on the turn. What's so frustrating too with the pit stuff is it, when you do see like his catches – they've been at like the beginning of the game or the beginning of the half where Arthur Smith's like, fine. I hear everyone. I'll, I'll scheme one target to him. And then he's like, all right, I did my job. Now I don't have to yeah. deal with him for the rest of the game. Um, 
Pete, are you doing any Brady jet stack for the Zach Wilson narrative correlation? Is this in reference to Zach Wilson's tweet that uh, he'll take care of Giselle? <laughs> Which I, was, I could, <laughs> I was like, I could see him tweeting that. I also think it could have been Photoshop. Someone tell me, was that a real tweet? It's got to be fake. It's got to be fake, but an incredible tweet. Um, um, is Amon Ra St. Brown definitely playing this week? Not definitely, but he's also not definitely out. Okay. The, the thing, so with these two, you know, you can draft a guy like Amon Ra and then set your ranks if he doesn't play. Yeah, it's not that the thing bad. Is, the Lions, uh, Lions have a bye next week, and so mm. I kind of just wonder if they rest Swift and Amon Ra. Yeah. Yeah. It is fake. Bummer. All right, Deez, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm on the fence here. I'm looking at Lockett. I'm looking at Cook. I don't really think I want Cooks and Pierce, but I might. I'm looking at Miles Sanders again, and I'm looking at Friar Muth. Um, think yeah, tight end's got to be getting slim. Can I go the with Lawrence? Um, I, I guess I'm going to lose Lawrence if I don't take him here, but... Maybe not. I don't think... I, I would not be mad at all if I ended up with Bridgewater or honestly some some garbage like i I'm a, I'm a, i might get kenny pickett like who the fuck knows like I, oh. pickens the picket i don't know dude pickens is he's a fucking stud blah. they just need to throw so him good. the ball all right what are we looking at here Pete? so i was looking at something would we just want to go all in on this you get gino you get lockett and you get camara as the bring back. You think we can get Camaro the last pick? Yeah, he's he hasn't been really getting drafted a lot. I don't know. I also don't think anyone's getting I think Gino would probably be our last pick. Yeah. So this, this would be a Lockett pick here, I think. Well, we, we, we can't well, take Lockett and he well Kamara. doesn't have any running backs. What do you mean we can't take Lockett and Camara? Oh, you're right. We need a tight we, end. Yeah, we need a tight end. I say we no matter what we get the the double stack. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Yeah, you know, Seahawks all the way. Let's go. You know what we could do, actually, Andy? What if we galaxy brain Taysom Hill as our tight end with Latavius Murray left, um, Alvin Kamara a little banged up. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the Taysom Hill. What'd you say, Dees? Galaxy brain Juwan Johnson. Uh, to get down that that's not just <laughs> that, that's, that four condos. that's four condos that's four condos that's went anyway because seawell was thin let's see how's the how's the tight end stuff looking on the board so everyone d's doesn't have a tight end i don't think d's is gonna snipe but you're not gonna snipe us on Taysom, are you buddy no 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 you're good <laughs> You can. Yeah. Deez, I think Dees wants to actually try to win this tournament. If I had to get, <laughs> let's let's take uh let's take Gito because I mean with these two yeah. we have to have Gito. I'm just gonna. Hope yeah. Philly if we Dees. don't get Taysom, we're fine. If we don't get Gino, we're we're pretty fucked. I'm gonna see if I get uh Lawrence or Fryer Muth here. Lawrence Lawrence falling this far is pretty nice. I feel like. Yeah. And you don't really have to double stack him. Snap pick. Yeah, if Philly took Lawrence, I was going to take Fryermuth, but I don't even know why I want Fryermuth. I just don't want Conklin. I guess I should have went Conklin. 
in theory, but I I was talking about this with the those badge bros guys today. Thad mentions the pick and Shakir combo. So like in DFS this week, Khalil Shakir at 3,200, um, especially if Isaiah McKenzie misses too, is going to be just total chalk. But then in these contests, like he won't get drafted at all. And uh, Nez from our Deposit Kingdom Discord, he's had back-to-back weeks with huge scores where he took Mac Hollins two weeks ago and then Josh Reynolds this week, who again were like chalk DFS plays because they were cheap, but because they were, you know, not projecting as well as, you know, the top 36 players or even, you know, the top 60, mm-hmm. they basically go undrafted. And so I've now been thinking about it through that lens of like, who are going to be the super popular cheap guys that no one actually wants to take in these? Yeah, yeah or it's like they're not even of, in the top 100 players. I think a lot yeah. of people on underdog don't even like do DFS outside of underdog. Like I know there's good overlap, but I do think there's a lot of like casual people who just let it fucking rip. Yeah. That's basically well, where I'm at now. I, I don't play DFS anymore. I just do underdog. Well, and it's also, I think, you know, if you think about like the um, the choose your own adventure nature of like building a lineup, right? Where you have a blank slate, you have all these players to choose from and you start clicking the buttons where, and I guess you could say the salary is kind of like driving you, but you still have to make these decisions where I think it's just natural human psychology to get anchored to these ADPs. It feels really mm-hmm. bad reaching 10 picks even though we know that their projection isn't that different it's like i don't know man i don't want to reach 10 picks for dk metcalf yeah that's why i i really have liked trying to set you know like make my kind of player pool to a certain extent and like train myself to be comfortable kind of taking within different bands of a player pool kind of regardless of what adp is and just like sticking to the like rankings that i set yeah so you you'll you'll set your rankings before you rip a bunch yeah that's normally what i'll try to do is like go in and set and you know normally it's not that different than adp but just like at least making kind of some mental notes of like these are the players that i'm comfortable drafting at all um and like i should be okay not taking someone near adp because i've already said that i'm fine to draft them right it is also funny too, in the same way, like when you draft best ball teams in May and then you go and look back at them and you're like, what was I doing? Or so much change, even just drafting, like we'll look back at this team on Sunday with like the news and weather and injuries and live movement. We'll be like, what the fuck were we doing? Like so much yeah. changes, even just over the course of a few days. ADP felt fucking so disgusting picking Conklin. Tyler Conklin. D's. I love it. I felt disgusting, but go with the Tyreek I'm surprised you yeah you didn't do the the I wasn't gonna do Firemuth because then I was looking at Evan Ingram and I can't do that like that's just disgusting I so Evan Ingram in there so D's obviously Firemuth is gonna project better but we have this big game stack we probably need a nutty Taysom Hill game right we definitely yeah we're getting a Taysom Hill passing touchdown and a Taysom Hill receiving touchdown yeah maybe a reception Oh, wait, the did you thesis. say that? Yeah, yeah I thought you said rushing. I'm an idiot. It's <laughs> fucking hit me. He's going to get the triple threat with the triple crown. Yeah. This is a, this is a pretty fun team. Let's see how Deez's turned out. Lawrence to Kirk. Uh, you get Tyree Kill, Conklin, Mini. Uh, Damian Pierce is the bring back on the Lawrence stack and a one-off Miles Sanders. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not too shabby. 
Just going miles. Wanted- Everyone, I think, is going to overdraft Hurts again. Like people are really hard on those top three QBs. Yeah, every week. In espe- yeah, and last week, I guess especially just because we had the weather concerns and that total dropping so much that it was like, all right, maybe these three quarterbacks shouldn't all be one, two, three in ADP. Maybe. Um, do you guys want to do one more 12 person or you want to rip some Royales? Uh, let's do a Royale. Okay. Mix it up. D's, you hopping? Yep. I'm watching you. This new fetching draft lag. Okay. It's not just me. So I've been joining on my phone Mm -hmm. to see if it changes, but I thought like something was literally wrong with my browser recently. I thought like I I fucked something up and I was just like, (laughs) but seeing it happen on your end made me feel so much better. It's like, you know how, um, if you make a bet at a sports book and sometimes like it gets sent to their vetting or whatever to quickly be like, do we want to accept this bet? And you'll get like stuck in that little purgatory for a second. It's like underdog being like, do we want to let you guys in this draft or not? Let's just make sure everything's kosher. Okay, fine. Go ahead. All right. Little six man here. We got our guy base Frank D's. Let's see. What do we want to do here from the four spot? We're going to have to mix it up just out of boredom, Andy. We can't do another Jefferson. Yeah. No, yeah. We can't. The one I did earlier, Dees, I did. I took Tyreek Hill early, and then I just set up with them. Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Bridgewater, Brees Hall. Just went all in on that game. I guess this is going to be my Josh Allen exposure. That's not yeah. too bad. I have in my like one keeper league. I um, it's like a rookie. It's like kind of keeper, not totally dynasty ish. It's, it's weird, salary capped. But I was able. I I made some trades and had some good draft picks for the rookie draft this year. And I have Brees Hall and um, uh, Garrett Wilson. And so now I just need Zach Wilson to not suck and. They, they both look really good, just like as players. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm in the same boat. Oh, hang on, we are up here. Do you wanna you wanna just mix it All up right. with Diggs this time or something more? Yeah, offensive? I think we gotta. Dig, Diggs is also like Jefferson too, or and even Cup at the top. Where I don't mind doing those guys as a one off. You know, like Diggs yeah. can certainly have a big game even without that game going crazy. Yeah, I had a in one of my dynasty leagues where I thought I was just like so set in the rookie draft last year. I took Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. I'm like, oh, this this super flex team's gonna be loaded. And then you lose Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. I'm still unsure what we're gonna get. I'm cautiously optimistic that he's not gonna ruin that team from a fan. I want him to ruin my Garrett Wilson shares. I know. It was looking so promising with Flacco throwing 60 times a game. Yeah. Just want the good old days. This is <laughs> this is my take too. But Justin I, Jefferson just... just went seven. That felt weird. <laughs> you guys no, let him go and everyone else is like, yeah, fuck Justin Jefferson. Uh, I, I'm good with basically any receiver here uh, up at the top. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I'm down to go Hill and get a little – AFC yeah. East content going. 
Let's do it. The people need the AFC East content. What round does Trey go next year? Like in best ball mania threes, people are so sick, man. Like you're not going to get an injury discount. He's going to just like go in the eighth round again. Like, and then he'll inch up to the seventh by the time the season starts. Yeah. People will hype it up again. They'll be like, Oh no. You know? Yeah. This year he's going to get 10 more snaps in games that aren't D1 double A. So Daniel asks, is it completely torching money to not correlate or draft stacks in these six pick tournaments? So I would say if you don't have at least a skinny stack with your quarterback, I think that's probably bad, but I don't think you have to force the mini correlations necessarily, especially if the field is, if everyone's mini correlating, then there's probably a uniqueness angle to not, but it's just so hard to envision getting that ceiling game from your wide receiver and not having the quarterback come along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. There's very few times where that tends to happen. Maybe like Debo is one of the guys who I don't feel the need to, or like, um, do you, you want it? Do, do we want do to it? set up the Bridgewater? Yeah. I think, I think we should do it. Yeah. What did, oh yeah, we got to check in on what, what did D's do? Okay. D's just going the pure alpha route. Josh Allen, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, easy game. Yeah. We went with the little Carolina SF stack. It felt like the, the best option right there. Yeah. All right. What do this we do? This is my here, first Pete? battle royale. So like, okay, probably just taking a running back. Yeah. So the question, do we want to do, did Brees Hall already go? No, no way. No, no. He's still here. He's still here. I mean, do we want – we probably don't have to take him now. I'm just going to put him in the queue just in case. Yeah. And then it would be tight it's end. A tight end situation. Do Hawk, we just take Goddard? take Chalkinson or Goddard and – We can do Chalkinson. Yeah. Yeah, that one's tight. It, it, like, it feels gross chasing points in that game environment, but I don't know. Maybe it, I mean, it's not. I don't even think it's necessarily like chasing that much. It's you know, even if that, even if last game he put up 15 fantasy points, he still probably would have been the highest ranked tight end this week. True. Like, it's not just like pure game scripts. You're drafting. So he he would have been the tight end five this week if not for last week. The, um, and it, it gives us another out too. Like if someone sniped us on Brees and we wanted to go a different direction, we could take one of the Pats running backs too and just hope that that game's a little better. Yeah. I don't know if I have the stomach for the Conklin play like Dees did, which we don't have to since we took Hawkinson. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I just don't feel. Well, that was more stable. of a, a 12-man draft play. No, that's two. true. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I don't know if we need to go that deep in a six. Damn, kind of uh, – what's going on with uh, with Kelp Daddy there? What do we think What do we think that draft was there? Um, we don't have to take our quarterback, Pete. We yeah. can just take uh, Breeze. Yeah. Everyone else is already taking a quarterback. Daddy's but then I'd like, to, I'd like to go look at what, what was going on with Kelp Daddy. Carson Wentz, dude. What is Why did he draft Carson Wentz? He's vibing. Kelp Daddy is vibing hard right now. <laughs> what a team. 
Do you think he forgot that Wentz isn't on the Eagles anymore? And so he's going for a little Devontae Smith, Carson Wentz stack? Or? That, I mean, I now let's see what they let's see what they do here. I mean, they're clearly taking a tight end because they're going to be forced to take a tight end. Logan Thomas, you got to take Logan Thomas if you take Carson Wentz there. Do you think it just? You think it was a misclick? I don't know. Tyler Higby. Okay. Do, do I? Do you go think to he Nathan thinks that? Maybe, all right. So so here's here's my theory. Look at Kelt Daddy's team. He has inside information. Carson Wentz is getting traded to the Rams. <laughs> Who says yes to that trade, Andy? I don't know. But... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, wait, why can't can I? Am I not? I went back. I, I went with Fryermuth. Okay, Fryermuth. Yeah, yeah. But he he drafted. He had Cooper Cup and uh, Tyler Higby. Okay. He oh so maybe he he misclicked on Stafford. I assume Stafford was available. Yeah, I, th- I think so. That is about that is a bummer. You can't look back at the uh, the draft board. Um, let's see. Uh, want to rip another one? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I could do this all night. I know. I'm living vicariously. Through we were this. born for this. No, you you got it, Andy. Are there three Fetching. slots, four slots filled? That is the, one. I mean, the liquidity on the Battle Royale rooms <laughs> is so nice. Like, there, there's no waiting to hop in a Battle Royale draft. <laughs> 3 a.m., you just got back from a night out of partying, you're drunk, open up the app, smash that button, it fills up, you go to bed before you pick your third pick. <laughs> I've definitely nothing, nothing quite against like people who I think oh, are yeah. in that scenario. <laughs> I've definitely been in that scenario before. <laughs> and it is wild. Like this contest size for the week five battle royale is what like some of the puppy drafts were for the entire off season. And, and now you're getting weekly grinders. 250. So I don't even have a fucking badge. I'm what am I doing? You got to be getting close to these. I feel like you've, you've put in your, I, I've your definitely numbers. Deploy, I don't know what the limit for the badges, but I feel like I would have hit it. Wait, wait, yeah. what are what how do you actually get the badges? What are the so it's based parameters? on number of contests and how much you won? Oh, mm-hmm. so I'm not winning. <laughs> Is it number of like completed contests as opposed to entered? Because like I entered like a shit like I have a badge. But it was like here you go. Uh an experienced player has played in at least five hundred contests or won more than five contests with a total value of twenty five hundred or more. A highly experienced player. That's the we got a draft. Beat. Oh my bad. Who do you want? I don't Alan. know. Should we set up? Uh, do some with Alan? Sure. Fine. Uh, highly experienced player has played at least a thousand contests. So, yeah, so I, I've definitely played the contest numbers. I don't think it's counting the entries I have in best ball, like the the season long best ball. So that's probably why I don't. So I didn't have like 500 last year. And underdog. I, so underdog needs to. Uh, we get. We should get hooked up because I feel like D's. You should have like your own little avatar with the uh, the pipe. We need a pipe. Be, yeah, so it would be so sick. Talked. We're we're in talks about this. There there needs to be like a a little weekly tournament or something where if you come in the top X percent, you get the pipe. Or like if you only if you win it, you get the pipe. Like I don't know. 
because originally i asked for a hoodie and they're like no you can't do a hoodie because like each dog is different then you got to design a different hoodie for each dog and it's like all right the pipe is the easiest because you can just jam it in there just jam that pipe in what if you got what if you got a dab (laughs) like a like just a, a floating piece yeah. of concentrated marijuana, like 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 on your on your photo before the show tonight. <laughs> that that would be a pretty unique one. I I like that. I, I don't know if if they'd be in for that. I'm really gonna pick Derrick Henry here. I think what I was hoping I'd get from... AJ Brown. I, I was really thinking I was gonna get Hurts and Brown here. That didn't work Ooh, out. So close, but Clay said, "No, no, no." I I hate Derrick Henry. I mean, whatever. Big dog can run. So, you know, I think, what do you think here, Dees? I think we can definitely wait on getting, like, our game stuff with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Do, do you like that? I don't hate McCaffrey. Or, I, I do it because they're playing San Francisco. Maybe just, like, Eckler. Yeah. I mean, Eckler, he's not going to play Houston every week, but, man, he did look much better. Do we not like Evans I don't think... against Atlanta? It's just I don't... too touchdown dependent and just like Tom Brady's fun. getting divorced. I don't know. <laughs> but it's Atlanta. Like, yeah. Oh, I do think you you can worry a little bit about like Godwin coming on, Julio, but I mean he he always has that touchdown expectation. Yeah, I so how do you feel about CD Lamb uh with Jalen Ramsey? I'm not worried about Ramsey, but I'm never worried. Hang on real quick. Andy, what if we did something a little funky? What if we grabbed Mike Williams and we just say this Chargers Cleveland game goes, uh, is the other kind of like offense that you want this week? Cause I know they're going to be like basically trying to see, can we eliminate? Like I assume most teams that have Eckler and Williams are going to have it with Herbert, but if the Chargers and the Bills are the two highest scoring teams on the slate, can we capture the majority of those points? Because we could still get Gabe Davis. We could get Dawson Knox. We can throw in George Pickens if we want to play that that way. Yeah. Do we even want a Steeler? I, I kind of think we the don't Bills have might to. just – I think the Bills might just win 35-7. to seven, but... Yeah. Yeah, we don't have. It, yeah, we do not have to force a bring back at all. Maybe, maybe we get a bring back in the. Um, That's what I'm thinking. Like, is there is is there a world where we get like Gabe Davis, Amari Cooper, and Dawson Knox, yeah. or something like that? I think that's very viable. Let's see, Dees. Are you are you gonna get your uh, Devonta Smith or Goddard? I was thinking Goddard. Yeah. If he if Sutton doesn't take him, I don't think he will. Wait, that's crazy. First tight end is so bad this week. Yeah, Holy it's cow. horrible. Yeah. You're just I was like, like, who did you take ahead of him? And they're like, oh, you didn't take anyone ahead of him. No. It's like <laughs> the corpse. Yeah, of no Kittle. Waller. Pitts. No uh Kels or Andrews. And this is where it goes to like the psychology thing again, right? Where it like feels bad taking, you know, Gabe Davis ahead of Jalen Waddle, but I think it's uh, I think it's right. 
Yeah, like I'm gonna try to yeah. probably take Drake London with one of my last picks here. And it's like he's I had to scroll far down. Like I had to scroll under fucking Curtis Samuel to get to him. But like <laughs> like he's under Pickens. <laughs> I know. But if if only twenty or thirty or I don't know what what percent of roster like six man drafts are gonna have a Drake London? Like twenty percent less? More? That, I don't know. Twenty percent. Well, it can't be more right. than No, like what percent of drafts will end with Drake okay. London like yeah, yeah. actually picked? Like I think like there's gonna be a overwhelming majority where he just goes on a Yeah. Yeah. Like if I get Marquise Brown here and then the- the only reason why I do think maybe it could be a little higher than 20% is if you are doing, you know, game stacks. The Brady's, yeah. Then, and people are so, like, out on pits right now that London's still, like, your most obvious bring back. People hate pits. <laughs> I, I don't blame them, I guess. I, I don't have him in any season-long leagues, but I would be really pitsed off if I was. <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> We're we're all it we're all in an abusive relationship with Kyle Pitts and we keep coming back, or at least some of us do. Let's see. I had someone ask in the in the chat what my highest scoring best ball mania three team is. I'm checking right now. The, the fact I can still you want to do, let's let's let it, some guesses go in the chat. See if all right, let's get see close. some guesses. For the just for context, I have seventy six entries. Felt better to go at Devontae Smith there, actually. There you when go. It, when it came down to it, that's a that's a fun team. That's a it's a very logical, star-studded team. I like this team too. Allen. Oh Eckler, God, it's Mike this w. team. <laughs> this team that I have. That's my highest scoring team. It's so bad. But it's what like it? it's it's so bad, but it's actually really good. It's so it's really funny. Um, it's got 578 points. You want to show it up, put it up to the screen? Yeah, let's see if I can. So my quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Carson Wentz. Okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. It's a running back heavy. T- I, I think the second half of this draft was auto-drafted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a running back heavy team. So we have... Okay. Derek Henry, CEH, Tony Pollard, Ramondre, Rashad White, Raheem Mostert, Zamir White. Anchor anchor running back with seven. Okay, a little unorthodox, but not horrible allocation. I have five wide receivers. Okay, now we're in trouble. <laughs> but it's Tyreek, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Amon Ra, oh and <laughs> This is one of those teams that if it wins BBM, it's going to alter the conversation for structural drafting next summer. <laughs> and then I have I have three tight ends in TJ Hawkinson, Noah Font, and Logan Thomas. The Washington it's stack what, is paying off. Hang on. That's yeah, what I'm just going to say. If we're trying to figure out how this draft got done, to me, the fact that you got Logan Thomas doesn't mean it auto-drafted at the end. To me, you had something come up in the middle of the draft. And then came back and finished it. I think like, that's totally shit. possible. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'd be in a draft and then forget and then come back and be like, oh shit, I forgot I was in When you get the draft. notification in the app, you're on the clock and you're like, oh fuck, yeah. I am. I forgot. That so that's my highest scoring team. Yeah, David says with Deshaun and Keenan, basically, well, obviously Deshaun, but Keenan is missed. What now? 
two, three games? Yeah. Um, but then my second highest team has 552. And it's a better team, but it's, it's not that good. Team. It seems like a, a lot of my teams that are doing well have CEH. Um, because he's doing well. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. Um, he's doing so ridiculously well for fantasy. He just falls into yeah. the end zone twice a game while playing awful. <laughs> getting like a touchdown it feels like every four times he touches the ball it's like what the fuck is going on yeah i don't know what my highest score is let's see it's probably uh high 500s i have a lot of condensation around like i guess the 550 to 580 mark i don't have anything really breaking out of there yeah Jennings had a crazy team. I think he's had one that was like 23rd. Oh, yeah. I should pull that up. Yeah, this team was pretty good. Here it is. I'll pull this up while Dees pulls up his. All right. So how do Jennings, I see how many teams are advancing? You So you have to manually count them um, when you go to your like BBM3. It'll show you your winnings um, and then the ones and twos. First and seconds will be at the top. The um, well, I think I'm I think I'm actually doing pretty well then. If I have seventy six entries and twenty one advancing, oh, that's very yeah, good. That, yeah, that's great. I have one hundred and fifty, really and I only have like thirty advancing. So Rami here, Stafford, Tua, Goff, um, Dobbins, Edmonds, Hendo, James Robinson, Jamal Williams, Brian Robinson, pretty. Sick zero RB team considering, yeah, James and Jamal carrying you and you still have some fun stuff coming with Dobbins and Robinson. Wide receiver cup, Tyreek Waddle got the premium double to uh, Amari, of course, for Jennings. Amon Ra, league winner. DJ Chark, fun flyer with Goff. Cedric Wilson, tie. oh, a triple stack with Miami. And then, oh, quadruple stack. Uh, wow, with Gesicki and Hawkinson. It's a fun team. I so my my newest theory is that I think people should be doing triple tight ends more, um, and like t- uh, more actively taking two good tight ends and then like a third one who's just like a flyer at the end. Mm-hmm. In that, like you always have to fill one tight end slot no matter what, and like just having TJ Hawkinson and Mike Gesicki, like you could have a week where your tight end gets you one point for sure. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, I feel like there's something there of, like, wouldn't that team feel better if you replaced one of those wide receivers with, like, Mark Andrews? The the, the counter to that is that because that dynamic exists across the entire league, that if you do have weeks with one or two points, it's probably unlikely that a bunch of the your opponents are also separating from you because they're probably getting six or seven points at most. Yeah, and It's like if you're making those points up elsewhere – um, it's a tough, like it, 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 um, it, this kind of paradox broke my brain during that because Osmo had the really good article about like the benefits of three QBs, which I think also applies to tight ends, which is, let's say you have the Mark Andrews league winner last year, you show up to the finals and the majority of teams have Mark Andrews. So yes, Mark Andrews got you there, but in a perfect world, 
you would be in the week 17 finals without Mark Andrews. Cause if Mark Andrews craters and your guy, mm-hmm. that's how Liam won. He had no, fan. he, he pulled ahead because of that. And so on that hand, it's like, you don't want the, you, you would want the uniqueness of having two to three guys and having one of those guys be able to go off or sorry, three on the other hand, the elite tight ends can separate so much like Mark Andrews could just have 30 point stretches. And so then then where my like meeting in the middle of the galaxy brain, I was like, what if you had, and I started doing this with quarterback, you have one elite guy in two other guys with him. So I would do like Herbert with Ritter and Kenny Pickett. So being like, can I have mm-hmm. my cake and need it too? the ceiling guy, but also maybe a guy who makes it to the finals and is unique. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, yeah my thinking with tight end too is also just that like the tight, your tight end can fill your flex spot. Yes. which is like the one the one uniqueness there compared to quarterback where it's like if you have Andrews, Hawkinson and you know Mike Kosecki, you can get points from Andrews and Hawkinson every week and Andrews is just a wide receiver one. Like he's just another really good wide receiver at that point. Yeah. For sure. That and that is the thing too like I mean we do that in season long drafts too where it's like you when you can flex a tight end, if you take Mark Andrews, you just treat them like they're a wide receiver. That's going to be in your flex every week. And then you take Gerald Everett because Gerald Everett's going to fulfill your tight end spot. The problem is, is like Andrews is really the only guy who I think can reliably be that jacked up wide receiver for you. Yeah. It is. It's, it's very fun. And it's like, it's still so crazy to think about how little data we have. Like if you think about, best ball season as one DFS slate, which essentially is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we still need so many more data points. It's very unsolved. Yeah. Um, what do you um, think? Des, you want to do one more? Des, Dees, you want to do one more? Um, I like Des. Yeah, I'm down for another. <laughs> we were talking football, and then I was uh, nostalgic for Des Bryant, apparently. I just saw a tweet from him, so I was already thinking about him. Uh, I, I have it- some lineups with four tight ends, and like, they're yeah. still ass. Like I have, my tight ends are like Hunter Henry, Austin Hooper, Ninjoku, and Higby. And it's like, thank God for Higby and Ninjoku who put up serviceable points, but it's like four slots. Yeah. Two, two of them are just duds. That's the thing. So so many of those guys have super low ceilings. Like that was when I would do my three tight end builds. It again would probably be like you take one mid-tier and then I would grab Dolchich and Trey McBride, like two rookie tight ends who maybe by the end of the season could actually take on an expanded role. I would, but you maybe think, is it, is it Des Bryant like pretty into NFTs? Yeah, no, he's like super active. He has like a whole platform where he think tries to onboard um, athletes into NFTs and stuff. That's so funny. Is, uh, is Eric Ebron still into it? He was like, wasn't he into DeFi kingdoms? No, he's still into it. He definitely, he's actually uh, in spaces pretty often. Like I see him down listening in the uh, reg radio and stuff. That I I got like such respect for those guys because there were so many athletes that came through, uh, just did their rug pulls, you know, smashing grabs, and like the fact that those guys are just still sticking through it with the bear. No, like, I literally saw that. It's yeah, funny just hanging. It's funny you mentioned Ebron because I literally saw him in a space like a day or two ago. <laughs> I love it. It's great. We need uh, to get uh we need to check back in with our guy Chris Conley. Get him on the on the show again sometime soon. He had such good perspective on all that stuff. Oh yeah, he was great. All right, let's do uh, let's do another royale. Let's hop in. I'm, I'm watching your stream, and then I'm okay. hopping in based off of All your right. stream. All right, I'm hopping in. All right, I, I know these drafts feel quick. 
it's just like they fill and they feel quick. I don't know why what I said there. I think we should be good. It's crazy on Sunday morning if you're trying to get it. We're not in the same draft. We aren't. No. No. Hang but, on. Are you already? Are did yours fill? I'm trying to join yours. I want to see if I get in. Okay. I'm fetching, fetching draft. Fetching. Nope. I got. I'm fucked. I'm the last. I'm the yeah. Oh well. It happens. We got we got a few guys in here. I see Bonesaw. I see Clay. I see DJ Local. I got in a fish one. There's only one badge. That's the. Oh, uh, let's go. That's the way the, the you avoid the uh, badge bros in the overflow draft. That was uh, one of the moments over on uh, our Ship Chasing YouTube channel this summer. We decided, or I was like, oh, I'm going to hop in one of the Dalmatians. And uh, I hop into it, and a bunch of people pile in. It's the $100. We realize that it's a slow draft. Uh, so a bunch of people all piled in. And what was worse is there was an overflow Dalmatian. And there was like the chat mm. comment of the entire summer was saying, someone saying, imagine getting in the overflow Dalmatian slow draft. <laughs> like just three levels beyond what anyone wanted out of that experience. Brutal. Uh, Coming in with the three slot. At least it's a little something different. I got number one. Oh, again we're three as well. No, I, I got number one again. Okay. All right. Let's see. So we've gotten Allen, Andy, we've done Jefferson, and we've done Diggs. What do you want right, to do? Hold on. Give me one second. I think there's a water leak in Allie's parents' house. I need to go okay. see what's going okay. on. Yeah, go, go, take, go take care of that. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. See, like, so on an average week, how many of these would you rip off? So I basically what I normally have not been doing them early in the week because I like doing my DFS research research and then on Saturday I'll do like 15 of them. Yeah, because I'm the type where if I start now, like I'm like, man, I got to like get close to max entering. But <laughs> if I just do it on Saturday, it's it's like, oh, it's chill. It's, it's laid back. Wait, so you're saying like if you pop early, the completest mentality in you wants to max it? Yeah, I'm like tomorrow during the day. I'm doing the same thing. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm like shooting them off in between meetings. Luckily, I don't have the like the max entry bug for these weekly battle royales. Uh, otherwise, that would that would be bad from a time perspective for sure. Oh, it's so uh, you have to be firing off like three at once too to stay fully engaged. Like if you're... what what it, what's the most of these that you can do? At, at one time and still feel like you're making good decisions three I, I can't do more than three yeah i with best ball main bania when i think like puppy three came out and i was doing bbms like i was like oh let me try like doing a bunch of these puppies and see how it goes and i tried doing like five at once and it was horrible i was like stacking cross lineups like oh fuck wait, that's the <laughs> wrong lineup you thought you got the stack on like one. i was yeah. trying to use my queue so that i was putting like all my stacks in the queue but then i was just like reaching really far for people because i wasn't prepared for like that pick and it was a whole thing yeah uh everything good andy you have to go uh, i think maybe not no <laughs> I, I think maybe not we'll see I, uh, uh, after this, I'll probably have to hop off and go see if I can yeah, see what's no. going on. Um, yeah, I think a pipe burst in their basement. Oh, no. Yeah. 
That doesn't yeah, not ideal. Wrong. No. I'm laughing because Levitan just tweeted out a screenshot of remember when those guys all went on in on the Triceratops skull? Uh, I think yeah. it was a rally road thing. <laughs> he says, I for what have shocked that the piece of dinosaur skull I bought during the bull run has failed to return its value. <laughs> I mean, it's actually holding well. Cost base is 500 worth uh, 38 now. I mean, it could be worse. Uh, should Wait, we get cost base is $500 and now it's worth $38? Sorry, 380 380 okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, that's not very good. It sounded like a top um, shot moment at first. You know what, Andy? Why don't we try the same thesis as that Bills one where okay. what if we capture – just doing Philly from, and Miami, in in basically treating Arizona maybe how we treated Pittsburgh, where it's like their offense looks so inept. What if just the Philly double stack gets there? Yeah. So obviously we don't have AJ Brown. No. But we so have we gonna, options because we have Sanders. We have you can get Goddard as well. Devonta Smith or Goddard. Goddard feels nice. Yeah. And then, do we want a jet? Like, do we want to close? Do we want to close it off with like Brees Hall? Yeah, and that's the nice thing if we wait on, because we have flexibility, right, between like a two v two of Miles Sanders, uh, Garrett Wilson, or Brees Hall, like Devonta Smith. Like either of those two v twos would work for yeah. running back wide receiver. I think we probably want to take Goddard here, though, right? Yeah. Um, for sure. I think that this is breaking well. <laughs> D's are the, uh, it felt, was it like last week around this time when the, the punks were flying off the shelves? Did that, did that die down a bit? Yeah, it was more contained. I feel like to just a few high end buys. Uh, we did see like a high end board ape sell for, 700 some the trippy king yeah um, there's a couple other i feel like high value trades but not much on the low end was like traded <laughs> after after the big shit it was just like oh like hoodie ape oh look zombie all right it's pretty pretty quiet yeah i guess it's fine like i don't I didn't Any expect activity. a wave of buyers to come in. Like the floor is 66.7. And I think earlier when I looked this week, it was like 63. So it's still overall up. It's just. Andy, what do you think, you... Sanders or Smith? I was going to say we can go either way. Um, if we're not doing a bring back, like we can certainly justify it. Why don't we do Sanders in this one? Because we okay. did like the Sanders, uh, Garrett Wilson, since we did the Brees Hall. Yeah, I mean, now we can do Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson, really, right? Yep, for sure. What did you end up doing in yours, Dees? I ended up with that McCaffrey-Samuel block again, but yeah. I went Cooper Cup one overall. And looks okay. like I'm going to end up with another Kyler and either Marquise or Smith. It honestly is a testament to how good Cooper Cup is, where that offense just looks so bad, and yet he can still just dominate. He's setting his uh, record for receptions in a game where they like fall flat and get shit on. Yeah, the offense is like anemic. 
the running game being as bad as it is is surprising too. That's one I feel vindicated on is I like have essentially no exposure to the Rams running backs in best ball. Um, that was one where I was just like, this feels gross. I don't, I don't want to touch it. No acres and a ton of Henderson. Yeah. I'm closer to that. Henderson. It was just like definitely a backfield. I wanted to play the cheap through the cheap route, but even there it's like, man, Henderson isn't getting much going either. Let's... I'm excited to see Damian Pierce keep developing. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I, I say we go Garrett Wilson. What do you think? Uh, yeah, or, sure. Why not? I, I, I'm always biased towards the three wide receiver builds. But I, I kind of like this, this style build here too, where you're just making bets on – I guess we did the mini stack here. Yeah, very similar construction to that other one we did with yeah. Eckler, Williams, Amari, bring back, and then three Bills, and then here three Eagles, two Miami, one. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that. I think one team is going to blow out the other, so I don't even want to think about the other team. And yep. then let me just take a high-scoring game. And there's definitely scenarios where Hill and Waddle smash, but Jalen Hurts still outscores Bridgewater. Yeah. Totally. Um. All right, we're gonna let Andy get to uh, this this broken uh, pipe here. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like canoeing tonight in the basement or something. Who knows? <laughs> Jesus, uh, Dees, thank you for uh, swinging by, man. It was uh, it was good to catch up with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Anytime you want to do dabs and drafts, just let me know. That's right. I mean, there it goes. We'll we'll stay tuned for uh, whatever underdog cooks up with you. Got to get that that pipe. I know Jennings uh, was bummed to miss this one, so yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll get you back on soon uh, for the crew, and we can uh, do this again. Okay. Hopefully, I'll be in New York Thanks next for time. Me. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, Andy, anytime you want to live vicariously through my my royale, <laughs> you're welcome to. Um, thank you guys for hanging out in the chat tonight. Hope you guys all crush the underdog contest this week. We'll see you uh, next Tuesday. Peace. Yeah.